Hello and welcome to another episode of the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santarelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we'd like to discuss the details and mention it all. All right, let's get into the episode. So today I'm going to be doing a topic and some podcast reviews about some of the most surprising and shocking benefits and side effects from weight loss drugs like Ozempic and the Wagovi and all the semaglutide family. But first, I am going to get into a personal update and a few of my little segments. Uh, So first, uh, welcome to my new subscribers. Uh, For any of you that want to support the show, please subscribe to my premium content, Craving More, where you get two extra episodes a month. Uh, Right now, you're listening to one of the free shows. Uh, So I do two free shows a month and then two subscription shows. So if you'd like to, you're craving more, please subscribe to Craving More. Uh, And for those of you that also want to support the show, a simple thing you you can do is rate review. Uh, just leave a comment, leave some stars. That means a lot to us podcasters. Uh, so, so yeah. So first, I wanted to get into a little personal update. I got a new trampoline that I'm extremely excited about. So I'm I'm slowly adding to my um, my little home gym, and I'm always looking for different ways to get cardio in. And I like to do cardio plus weights, so some sort of like movement plus um, you know plus strength training. So that's why I love kettlebells so much because it's a really good way to get strength plus cardio in. Uh, and I've been meaning to get this this trampoline for a while. So I finally got one. I used it for the first time today after I got off the treadmill and it was awesome. It was really fun. Uh, so that was a, a little new gift I gave to myself. I also have a new kettlebell coming that's going to have some, it has like a cover on the outside because you know, it's just, I'm always afraid I'm going to drop the kettlebell and like break my floor when I'm, you know, even just bringing my kettlebell outside when I want to, you know, do some, some outdoor workouts. So this will be nice because it has a nice cover on it. So I will be sharing some images of that on my Instagram. If you'd like to follow me, please follow me at the Diet Obsessed Podcast. Um, I also, I, I forgot to mention this on my last show, but I, I did end up changing the color of my logo. So for those of you that have been following me a while, you know that my logo has been, uh, <laughs> you know, a source of controversy. So I changed it originally from the Apple because, you know, people thought I was copying this other show. And then I did go with red initially with the little you know, plate and fork because I just, I like the color red and I kind of wanted to keep some element from my last logo. Uh, but so I, I mentioned this on my last show, uh, I'm building a website and as I was adding the red logo to my website and trying to find other colors that I wanted to kind of, you know, you want your website and your logo to be aligned and to look good together. And, and I don't know, I was just really struggling with the color theme for my, for my website. Cause red is a little bit 
alarming, you know, it could be kind of like an emergency symbol. And, you know, it's, 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 I don't know, it, it just wasn't the vibe that I wanted. And truly my favorite color is green. I mean, I'm in the cannabis space, which is like very much the green, green movement. And I believe in green energy and just my favorite color is green. Like you'll always see me with wearing green. Uh, my eyes are, are hazel green. And I just, I don't know. I was like, you know what? I'm going to change my logo to green. It kind of denotes health. And, um, and so I just decided to, to go for it and just change it. And so as I'm building my website, I'm using this color pattern of different colors of green and grays. And anyway, so it's it was just uh, a decision that I made. I will probably eventually change my logo again. I'm not going to do it anytime soon. I'm not a flaky person, I promise. I just, you know, I... I, it's been a, a journey here trying to get to this point. So, um, but anyway, I'm not like 1000% like this is the logo. It's just, this is going to be good for now. Uh, I will say though, if I do end up changing it again, I will be hiring somebody. So that'll be the next phase of, of growth for me is actually hiring a professional to really help me with, with branding once I get to that point. I'm not there yet. Right now, I'm just trying to do it all myself and get this website up and running and, and kind of get all this, this software that I just invested in um, working for me. So, uh, so yeah, so that's kind of a work in progress, but I'll be announcing that pretty soon. But for those of you that just noticed that there's a new color, that's why. All right, so now for my mental health check-in. So this week has been a little bit of an anxious week. I don't know why. Monday was not a good day. I mean, I, I had a very productive day. Sometimes I feel like when I have a really anxious day, the the things that make me feel better are being really productive. So I got up really early and just knocked out a lot of stuff. Uh, I think part of my anxiety was the fact that I drank on Sunday. Um, so I'll share that brunch in just a second. The brunch was was delicious and and worth the anxiety, I have to say, because the cocktails are amazing. But um, but I, I have noticed that after I drink, I do get way more anxious. So that I think that the alcohol was definitely part of it. And then it could also be I had some some kind of nerve wracking phone calls this week. We had a call with our security team that I was really nervous about on Tuesday. It went fine. I mean, I mean, the, the guy on our security team forgot to join the call. So I ended up calling him on his cell phone and being like, hey, hey, so-and-so, you know, we, we had a call right now. So I'm just, so luckily he answered. It was fine. But, um, but it's still, you know, there's still like, I have to just really stay on, on this team. Like I've just constantly remind them, like, have you done this? Have you done this? Did you, you know, have you gotten a technician out there? So it's, you know, we're a very small project to them and we're kind of, we just have to be a squeaky wheel if we want to get our oil. So, um, so yeah, so that was kind of a little bit of an anxious week, I also, you know, I, I want to take some new pictures for my website. Uh, and so, you know, and I, I wasn't feeling, I was kind of having like a, I haven't been feeling great about, I don't know, you know, you have, you have kind of 
weeks and days that you feel really confident about yourself and and days that you don't and, and weeks that you don't. And this week was just one of those weeks where I wasn't feeling great about myself. And I'm like, oh, I got to take these pictures. And I was like, oh, I should wait until like I'm getting some filler next week. I'm like, oh, I should wait till I get this filler. And I should. And I was like, Veronica, no, like stop trying to be perfect. Like it's not, it's never going to be perfect. Just take some damn pictures. So I did, you know, I put some makeup on yesterday and I, I did take some pictures. I had Chad take some pictures of me, which I hate. I hate taking pictures of myself. Uh, I, I just, I'm not very photogenic and I, I'm awkward. I just, I get awkward in front of a camera, but, um, I mean, I've gotten a little bit more comfortable since I've been trying to like, you know, put content onto Instagram. And at the end of the day, you just have to like put yourself out there. I mean, one, I, I've gotten more comfortable because I've, you know, lately for the past year and a half, ever since I started this podcast, I'm like, I just have to get comfortable taking pictures of myself with no makeup on, you know, like all my fitness pictures are first thing in the morning when I'm looking my worst. And I mean, thank God for filters, which I do use because I don't want to scare anybody, but, um, but you know, it's, it, so that was already a source of like pride. And, you know, in my mind, I was very brave for putting myself out there and with no makeup on, like on Instagram. So that was just a step in that direction, right? That, that trying to end this, this idea of trying to be perfect this this perfectionism that so many women struggle with. Um, I'm really, really trying to work on that and just be like, you know, every time I have one of those tendencies where I'm like, no, let's just wait until, until this point, until I, you know, I'm, I'm down five pounds. Like, no, Veronica, just take the damn pictures. So I was proud of myself. I did take some pictures. Now they didn't come out great. I mean, I, I think I looked okay in them. I think I just like the background was off. Like I definitely like my yoga mat was all scratched up and that is one thing that I, I just need to upgrade my yoga mat. So I'm going to go buy a new yoga mat. You know, the dog was in the picture and um, the door was open. So I, I kind of have to figure out uh, some better backgrounds. I don't know. So, you know, I'll, I'll do something with those pictures. I don't know that those will be the ones that actually make the website. But um, but I was happy that I just kind of pushed through that mental block and just at least got some pictures taken. Um, I will use that content. It's just that I'm not sure if it'll go on my website or not. But but I do think, you know, start where you are, go as you are. That is a big thing that I've been working on. And I was just happy that I, I did kind of push myself to, to do that because the couple things that are left to do on my website are some adding some pictures and, um, and just, there's a couple little like links that aren't working that I have to figure out. There's just like some, some, some final things that I could, that I just need to do before I can launch it. So I'm getting very close. And I know that this was one of those things that I just, I have to do it. So anyway, I'm, I'm giving myself the next few weeks to take the pictures. Now, after I get my filler next week, I have to say, I'm kind of excited that I will have new filler for some of these pictures, but, um, and I am going to be, you know, filming my, filming some of that, right? Like I share all the work that I get done because I'm all about, you know, anti-aging techniques. So I will be sharing that stuff. Um, it's not like I'm going to be like, oh, look at me, oh natural. This is just me. <laughs> it's like, no, I have filler inside my face. But, um, but anyway, I think, I think overall, you know, to end this little mental health check-in, 
Um, I did, I, I am feeling a little bit better towards the end of the week. The calls are done. We did push one of the calls that I was anxious about till next week, which I think was actually a good idea. So I'll deal with my anxiety next week. Uh, I did also renew my Adderall prescription. So that could be a little bit of it too. I don't take Adderall every single day and I actually let my uh, prescription lapse for like six months when I was going through all those financial difficulties. I was like, I just don't even want to pay a copay to a doctor. I mean, you know, I, I just, it wasn't a priority, but now that I'm in a better place, I was like, eh, I might as well renew my prescription. Cause I, I also was like, you know, every once in a while, I like a little tiny chip when I have a crazy, crazy busy day or, you know, and it, it just helps me kind of motivate, but it could also be contributing to some of my high anxiety. So we shall see how often I do that. I usually just do it like maybe once a week. Um, so we'll see. I, I'm going to really monitor whether, you know, that's a, a huge contributing factor to my anxiety because obviously it doesn't, it doesn't feel good to be in, a, in an anxious state. So if that's adding to it, we'll I'll probably limit it even more. Anyway, that's my mental health check-in for this week. Okay, before I get into my tasty treats of the week, I did want to do my diet culture media moment. So I was watching the Amy Schumer special, the new uh, comedy special that she came out with. And I think she was on the Howard Stern show being like, oh, people taking Ozempic should just admit it. And I will say one thing that I, I really like about Amy Schumer is she's super, super honest. So she was very honest about getting lipo. And so she was talking on the, on the special about getting lipo and that she's like, yeah, she's like, I admit that I got low lipo. And she's like, and I also gained it back in, in record time. She's like, lipo is the laziest thing I've ever done. Um, she's like, I would rather get major surgery than be hungry once. Um, she's like, I, I hate being hungry. And she's like, I feel it coming on an hour away. And I combat that. So I thought that was a really cute thing. I, I like celebrities that are honest. There's all these celebrities, you know, people hypothesizing who's taking Ozempic, who's not, or, you know, the semaglutide. Like there's a, there's a podcast that I listened to all about, um, what's her name? That woman from the office. Uh, anyways, there's a, there's a lot of talk about who is, who isn't. And it is a medical thing. So of course people don't have to. Um, but you know, if you are somebody, Mindy Kaling, that's it, Mindy Kaling, you know, Mindy Kaling has never been, you know, a, a thin person and she's thinner than she's ever been in her entire life now and looking, looking great. And so many people are commenting on how great she looks, but she's not coming out and saying it. Actually, Andrea Laventhal on the Taylor Strecker show interviewed Mindy Kaling and she very gently said, you know, a lot of people are talking about how great you look. And, and Mindy was like, yeah, she's like, you know, I, I hike every day. I, you know, I work out really hard. She just talked about how consistent she's being and how she's really prioritizing her health at this point. So she didn't admit to anything, but, um, as we get into this Ozempic semaglutide talk in just a second, I will 
I will bring this back up, but I did, I did just think that that was kind of interesting. Amy Schumer is a big proponent of saying it, you know, because there's a lot of people just like regular Americans that are feeling bad about themselves that they can't look like that. Like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I lose this weight? And so it is helpful when celebrities or just anybody that's getting work done that are seeing really dramatic changes or improvements and they look great. It's like, we want to know what you're doing. Like Meredith Marks on Real Housewives of Utah. I want to know what you're doing. She's doing a lot of shit. She looks great. I would like to know her secrets. She's not sharing them. She won't, sh- she won't tell us. But um, I'm, a, I, I'm like Amy Schumer. I believe in sharing. I believe everybody should just be an open book. But that's just not how the world works. Anyway, that's the diet culture media moment of this week. Okay, so now for my personal favorite segment, which is my tasty treats of the week. So this week, I'm going to start back from brunch last Sunday. So I had the most delicious brunch. Okay, so we, my girlfriends and I went to this place called Volante, Volanti. It's, it's at this, it's at the little airport where all the, like the rich people with private planes fly into in Northern Scottsdale. And it's right at the airport. So this restaurant, if you come to Scottsdale, you need to go to this restaurant. It's so good. Their cocktail menu is probably the best I've seen in Arizona so far. They're just eclectic and well-balanced and exciting and refreshing and beautiful. And I just, there's so much to choose from. And then the, the choices of food are equally as interesting and, and, you know, just, just a lot of different flavor combinations. And I mean, it's rare that there's, you know, a few things that I want to order on a menu. Usually, well, that's a good restaurant. When there's a, there's a handful of things that I want to order on a menu. I love that. That's, that's my kind of restaurant. And there were, there were a bunch of different options. I made the right choice. I was kind of deciding between a few different options and I decided to go with a short rib hash. I love a hash. And this one had potatoes, short rib, um, it had roasted red peppers. It had an egg on top, a fried egg on top, some microgreens. And, you know, short rib can be a little bit of a gamble for me because I like a lean short rib. I like it when all the, you can't really tell that you're eating fat you know, and there's going to be some chunks of fat. I do realize that, but if it's cooked well, it should just have kind of like melted into the meat. And so, so my two girlfriends there were, they're vegetarians. So they had ordered this tamale that they thought didn't have meat in it, but it ended up having meat in it. So they, I mean, the the meat looked delicious in my opinion, but they didn't want to eat it. So they sent theirs back and got a vegetarian one, which also looked good. But, um, Mine was, now I actually enjoyed it as a leftover way, way better. And I did post this on my Instagram. I posted a picture of the beautiful way it was presented when I first received it from the waitress. But the real delicious plate was like my last picture on that reel, which is just this like, you know, chopped up disaster looking plate, but it was so good. It was like on my 
you know, at like 10 p.m. when I was like munching on my leftovers and, you know, I got a little bite of everything and it was, you know, perfectly warmed and mm, it was so good. But the flavors, when I had a little bite of the potato and a little bite of the short rib and a little bite of the the egg and the roasted red pepper all in one bite, ooh, and it had onions too, mm, it was so good. I cannot even explain how good it was. And then the the cocktails, you know, I had this ruby red cocktail that had some grapefruit juice and some some of this interesting vodka um, and a couple other things. It was really good. Very, very well balanced. Now, so that was the highlight. And I did, I did talk about how I've kind of fallen back into this like ice cream and Jimmy uh, addiction, which has continued this week. Unfortunately, I went and got another two containers of what some people call sprinkles. I call Jimmy's and chocolate Jimmy's. And I got two containers of ice cream. Now I did decide to try this black walnut ice cream. Have any of you ever tried black walnut? I wasn't sure what it was. I was like black walnut. Like what? Like I wasn't, I wasn't sure what the flavor would be, but I was, I was curious because I love butter pecan and I I was going to get butter pecan again, but I decided to be adventurous and try this black walnut. Well, it kind of had like a bourbon flavor. I don't know. It was almost like an alcohol flavor and I didn't love it. Did I eat it? Yes. <laughs> I still ate it. Now, now there's still some in the freezer. So that's the positive thing is I haven't like, I haven't binged at all. Like there's been times where I'll, I'll just force down, you know, a whole container with like, a, you know, and try to finish that whole container of Jimmy's in like one day just to like try to get rid of it by Monday. So I haven't been doing that, which is, which is good. I haven't been going back to like my eating till I'm sick type of, um, situation. Like I haven't been doing that. So that's good. It's, it's always been hard for me to control, like, still eating healthy when I have stuff like ice cream or, you know, um, you know, all these, I have like things for Rice Krispie squares in the, in the cupboard. And I, you know, I, I still ate really healthy food along with eating some, uh, just a little treat at night. So that was, that was nice. I mean, I don't, I I'm, don't feel as lean going into this weekend. Like usually I cut off most processed sugar each like week and, and by the time I'm leading into the weekend, I'm like, I feel really lean. I don't feel that way. I still, I feel a little fluffy because I have been having like processed sugar and ice cream at night, but I haven't been having massive amounts. So, I mean, that's kind of like the ideal, right? Moderation, having just a little treat, kind of that 80-20 rule. So it's fine. Um, I'm just, you know, not feeling as lean and mean as I usually do. Uh, I think I would have felt better going into pictures, you know, feeling that kind of lean mean. But again, I like having balance. I like having my sweet treat at the end of the night. So as long as I'm not like binging and feeling like gross and eating in an unhealthy way, then I'm I'm happy with that. So it's all about balance, right? So that was a nice little tasty treat. And then I did want to have a really healthy week, but... I was, again, I'm going into this week where I'm trying to accomplish a lot of shit. So I was like, okay, I do want, you know, my, I want high protein. I want vegetables, you know, I want some healthy carbs. So what I did was I ended up going to Sprouts and I got four rotisserie chickens and I just stripped all of them because I had had my salmon the week before and salmon, again, always makes me feel good. I can just eat salmon by itself. And so anytime I can just eat a, pl- a 
plain protein and just kind of stay in that almost like that that churning mode that fasting mode in the morning like if I can just eat salmon after I've gone for a run or done my workout I mean I feel that that's part of how I have that really lean week going into the weekend but um I didn't I was like over the salmon because I'd eaten so much of it the week before that I'm like I need another protein and I love rotisserie chicken. I mean, rotisserie chicken is the type of chicken that I can just eat plain and not need anything else on it. So I went and got four chickens and I took off all the white meat, saved it in a little, a little container. And then I, you know, took off all the dark meat for my dogs and put that in another container. So I'm giving them little scraps all week. And then I, so this was something that I took from this recipe that I'd gotten from HelloFresh way back in the day. So part of this recipe for HelloFresh, you chopped these poblano peppers and onions fine and put all this like Southwestern um, seasoning on top and then you roasted them. And I'm telling you, like, I just remembered that part of the meal and being like, oh, my God, this is so delicious. And they had only given you like, you know, one onion and one poblano. And I just remember there just wasn't enough. I'm like, I want more of this. So I decided to get I, I went to because I was going to Sprouts anyway. And Trader Joe's doesn't usually carry poblano. So I was like, OK, so since I'm going to Sprouts anyway to get this roasted chicken, maybe I'll make a wicked lot of roasted um, poblanos and onions and just eat chicken and these vegetables. And that'll be like my lean protein and vegetable meal. And, uh, so that's exactly what I did. I bought 10 poblanos and I didn't see them out. I asked the guy that worked at Sprouts if he had any, and he brought out this really just ice cold, fresh box of them. And I've never seen them this fresh before. And I was like, Ooh. And so I got, I, I picked out 10 beautiful, beautiful poblanos. I just, ugh so pretty, so firm, so fresh. And I had a few, I had like four onions left over from a Memorial Day party in the fridge. And so I ended up using the mandolin to slice all of them up and I roasted all of them. And I did make a little bit of brown rice. So every night I've just been having some of the rotisserie chicken, some brown rice, and then these poblanos and and, and roasted onions on them. And oh, it's so good. I mean, there's literally nothing on the rice or the chicken. It's just plain rice and chicken. You know, I put salt and pepper, but, um, you know, the, there's so much flavor from, so the, what I put on the, the poblano and the onion, I put some olive oil, some salt and pepper. I put a little bit of taco, well, I put actually quite a bit of taco seasoning, chili powder, some of that tahine, uh, so it has like that like limey, salty, saltiness, and then some paprika and yum. So good. So, so, so good. So I'm going to be doing that again. I might, the next time I might add a little something, something to the rice, but yeah, that, that was a great, a great high, healthy, well-balanced, easy meal prep for this week. And it was very satisfying, so, so that was good. I had, you know, I would just have a little bit of chicken, plain chicken, some of my healthy superfood protein shake, and then, you know, that rice bowl and with the poblanos and I was good. So that was, uh, kind of like my healthy week and 
this weekend. I'm not sure. I think I'm going to go try some sort of interesting cuisine tonight. I'm not sure where I'm going to go, but I will be reporting about it on my next podcast. So that is my tasty treats of the week for this week. Okay, so now let's get into my podcast reviews. Now, so I'm tying the podcast reviews into this topic of the most surprising benefits and the most shocking side effects of weight loss drugs like Ozempic. So we're talking the semaglutide family, terzepatide, Wagovi, all of these um, semaglutide drugs that are being used to, yes, treat diabetes, but also now for weight loss. And I've been meaning to do this episode for a little while. I, I've, you know, for those of you that have been listening to me for a while, you know, I'm obsessed with Taylor Strecker. I listen to her, I pay for her Patreon podcast, but I also listen to her free show, which is Taste of Taylor. So there's, and she's also appears on um, the Stassi Schroeder show, um, Straight Up with Stassi. So, so she's been on a few different podcasts and this is going back, I'm, I'm going back now till like April and she's appeared on a few shows. She's hosted her own shows where she's talking about her journey taking these semaglutides. So I wanted to kind of compile the, the, those reviews. So I'm going to be doing a couple of reviews from her, her free show, Taste of Taylor. I'm going to be doing one of her, her paid for, um, Patreon shows. And then I'll be doing a straight up with Stassi, a little snippet from that. So, and so some of these I did get from what she's reported. And I just think it's really interesting because I do firmly believe that everybody has, you know, when it comes to drugs in general, and this is, you know, this goes, you know, out, you know look, at, look at alcohol. Alcohol is a drug. Okay. I, I have a friend that I call, I call it sexual Tourette's. <laughs> like when she drinks, she gets sexual Tourette's. She will strip naked and climb like poles and get arrested. I mean, it's, it's insane. I had another friend, you know, that, that had this other weird reaction to this like GHB stuff that he used to use. I mean, this, there's like all these people, like even with cannabis, right? You see some people that can take, you know, 50 milligrams, 100 milligrams at a time and be fine. And then there's people that take one milligram and are high as a kite. So it's just, it's just really interesting, p different people's experiences when it comes to drugs and, and their reactions to drugs. And, and so, you know, so some of these are known and then some of them have not really been reported or you can't really find them when you look up online. So I'm going to, for those of you that don't want to hear my long podcast reviews, I will be putting these in their own little section on, um, on my, my, my episode details so that if you want to, you can skip right to these. So I wanted to talk first about some of the most surprising benefits from, from weight loss drugs like Ozempic. So, of course, rapid weight loss, right? You're seeing people lose, Taylor's losing around two pounds a week, um, but there's people that are losing faster, there's people that are losing slower, and there's people that don't lose weight. So it doesn't work for everybody, but a lot of people are reporting rapid weight loss. 
There's, of course, the improvement of blood sugar in adults with type 2 diabetes. I mean, that's what it was made for. So, of course, we know that it improves blood sugar. Now, will now reduction in belly fat. Now, this is an interesting one. This isn't heavily reported, but it appears that the answer is yes, that in the Novo Nordisk study, almost 2,000 overweight or obese adults without diabetes also found their visceral fat, which is the type that accumulates accumulates in the belly, was reduced from baseline with semaglutide along with their total fat mass. So a reduction in belly fat has been reported and is known as one of the benefits. Another benefit that we do know of is that it's proven to lower A1C. So it lowers the risk of major cardiovascular events such as stroke, heart attack, or death in adults, also known with, uh, also with heart disease, known with heart disease. Um, now, this is one that I'm getting from Taylor and that I think is interesting because this was also reported that it can reduce the craving for alcohol. And it's actually being looked at as potentially being helpful for re a reduction in cravings of other types of addictive, of addictive substances. So I think that that's really interesting. And that's probably one of the most shocking benefits that I'm seeing from Taylor taking it because she's such a big drinker. She loves her wine. And she's saying that it's almost too sweet for her at this point. So, so it's really helping her reduce her intake, which is fantastic. I mean, alcohol is toxic, right? It's toxic for your liver. So anything that can help that is absolutely a benefit. Um, now, this is something that has been reported, uh, a reduction in obsessiveness with food. So you just don't get those cravings, but also that that, you know, there's, there's the cravings, but then there's just that obsession with food that, that, that anxiety that a, that a huge percentage of people feel that, you know, have this kind of food addiction where they're always thinking about their next meal. If they have to share things, there's a little bit of anxiety around that. I mean, I have this a little bit, but I, I like my food obsession. I, I like, I like being passionate about food. I like looking forward to meals. I, I don't know. So I, I think if it's taking over your life to that extent where, you know, Taylor's, she really felt that it was, it was affecting her, her life negatively. And, and I, I can absolutely understand how that can be a huge benefit to people where it's really negatively that, that obsession with food is is negatively impacting their life and this helps so fantastic um and then of course happiness right like you know taylor and and again of course like people that have been wanting to lose weight they they're losing weight they're going to be happier right they're going to feel better but there's there's just this i think i think what taylor's expressing is this this like the solution she's like oh my god i finally have a solution to this that isn't torturing me because she's been on some of those really expensive like medifast diets where you know you only ate protein and literally starved and tortured yourself and that's that's horrible to be able to have a solution like this 
and not be tortured while you're losing weight can create a lot of happiness and joy for people. Um, confidence. You can see it. You know, she is so much more confident than she ever was. She talks about it even going on tour. She's just got this like new attitude of, of a competent bitch. And she's just like, yeah, I'm feeling myself. And, and it's not just from the fact that she's losing weight. I think it's, I think it's just this overall change in her mental state and her mindset. So, so that's a huge thing. Um, a feeling of security of, of knowing that, you know, that's, that's another benefit, right? That's the 10th one I have listed down here, that feeling of this security that, you know what, even if I do gain weight, I have, there's a solution out there for me if I need it. Um, so that's one that has been talked about on different podcasts that I've listened to. And then the final one is, of course, one of the benefits of using these drugs successfully, I will say, is better fashion choices. Now, we do live in a time where, you know, more, there's more, uh, you know, inclusive sizes and a lot more sizes for people in larger body sizes, which is fantastic. But there's still, of course, an overwhelming of of better choices for people that are in smaller bodies. I mean, that still is our culture where, you know, you can, if you're, if you're below a size, what, like 16 or something, you can shop in pretty much any store. Um, that's not the case with people above say a size 16 or 18. Um, and so, you know, just the fact that you have better fashion choices, if you're choosing to use these and they work for you, that can definitely be seen as a benefit. Okay, now let's get into the the shocking side effects. Now, of course, some of these are reported and are very well known. About 14, I would say, are pretty well reported out of this list of 18 I'm about to list off. Um, so, you know, people, it's well known that some of the, the biggest side effects of uh, these semaglutide uh, classifications of, of weight loss drugs are nausea. You know, a lot of people report nausea. A lot of people report vomiting. Um, a lot of people report diarrhea. So those are a few of the the initial uh, most common uh, side effects. Stomach pain is another one. Fatigue is another one. And again, I think the fatigue kind of goes in that into plays into the fact that people are severely you know, cutting down on their caloric intake just naturally because they're not as hungry. And that can absolutely lead to fatigue. Um, Rebound weight gain. So for people that have taken it just for a very short period of time, but then go back to the same habits, the exact same habits that got them to where they were weight-wise, they have that rebound weight gain that has been reported. Uh, vivid dreams. That's a surprising one. Uh, you know, you get that with a lot of different types of drugs, but, um, but vivid dreams have been reported in some people taking the semaglutide drugs. Hair loss is another side effect that you don't hear about too often. I have heard about it and, and read about it. I think a lot of people too, when they're eating less, you know, fat, cause that is one thing you can't eat really high fats when you're taking these shots. When you're, you know, cutting back on, you know, your food intake, you're also getting less nutrients. And so I think a lot of people are losing hair because they're just 
eating less, getting less nutrients, and their hair is suffering for it. Another side effect is worse binging. So that was one that I reported back from Remy Bader. When she actually, she was on, this was before, you know, the really became known to celebrity culture that these were drugs that people were taking to lose weight. Remy was put on it by her doctor for being pre-diabetic. She'd gained like, I think, like 80 pounds in a year or something. And so her doctors wanted to put her on it. And she said she had really, really bad side effects that she had to stop taking it. And when she did, she said her binging got way worse. And that's what got her in, you know, where she is as in, in her larger body size, which she's working on. I mean, she's not happy where she is, but she blames this tendency to binge, um, you know, order a ton of like DoorDash or, you know, Uber Eats and, and just binge, 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 binge by herself. Um, she says that it got worse after she stopped taking drugs like, like Ozempic. Uh, another side effect is dizziness. Low blood sugar obviously will cause that. Um, we, I did another episode back in the day on Ozempic face. Like, is Ozempic face a thing? And of course, anybody experiencing rapid weight loss, their face is going to look gaunt. I mean, I know for me, whenever I lose weight, a lot of times it first goes in my face, um, again, which is why I always talk about how women, as we age, we should we should not be too worried about having a little extra fat or weight on us because, you know, we, we it helps us as we age having a little extra fat. Um, but with with this rapid weight loss and Dr. Drew on one of his podcasts was talking about how there's this extra kind of like grayness that pe some people get. And I think it's also people that are really nutrient deficient or, you know, maybe they had really rapid weight loss, um, you know, and also I think, you know, like Taylor and, and some of these other celebrities aren't just taking Ozempic, they're taking a cocktail of drugs that help with retained muscle. And, and so I think that if you're, if you're working with a doctor that's also looking out for these other health markers and, and, you know, working on your overall you know, look and feel, they might be adding some things in to preserve your muscle tone and keep something like ozempic face from happening. But it is a side effect that has been reported. Um, now, you always hear about diarrhea as a side effect, but also what Taylor reported is constipation. So, and it's, it is interesting, just like, again, some people can have rapid weight loss, other people can not lose weight at all. Like some people have that opposite experience. So, so yeah, so some people have diarrhea where uh, uh, other people are completely constipated. So that is, that has been reported. And then another one that, you know, I definitely got more from Taylor and from how she talks about things and, and how she talked with Stassi, but no joy left with food and alcohol. So again, this plays into like, for some people, this could be a benefit, right? For some people, they, they're so obsessed that that's all they can think about. And they were always like the friend you'd go eat with, right? Then when you stop that, like when you're not, you know, craving all this food and you're, you know, you just kind of lose some of that joy and that zest for like food and, 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 you know, and I think that that for me, 
that would be a, a side effect. But again, others look at that as a benefit. But, you know, no, no joy left for, for indulging in food and alcohol. Um, another side effect can be societal judgment, right? We're still at this time where people are looking, some people, I'm not, some people are looking down on people that take these drugs. They're looking at it as like, oh, you're, you're taking a shortcut. I mean, that's how people used to look at plastic surgery and liposuction, all these things. Now people, it's, it's every day. So I think we're just going through this phase where some people are jealous that, oh, these people are able to take this shortcut and, you know, and they're judging them, you know, and they're like, oh, you don't know the side effects and you don't know that. Well, it's like, they're, they're willing to take the risk and people go skydiving. People don't look down on them for that, right? That's a risk. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think the judgment comes from jealousy and, uh, just, you know, for people that have tortured themselves, they're like, you need to torture yourself. I tortured myself. So it's kind of stupid, but, um, that is, you know, a side effect that might come from using these drugs is a little bit of societal judgment. Uh, now some of these other things are very rare, but they can happen. Probably the, one of the more serious ones is pancreatitis, which can be life-threatening. So that's one to, to look out for. Another rare potential side effect is gallbladder disease or gallstones. So that has definitely been reported. Um, potential kidney damage, you know, especially if someone has a lot of nausea, vomiting, and diarrhea leading to dehydration. Now, the interesting thing is that some other people, like people with type 2 diabetes, have benefits to their kidneys. So again, just like the constipation diarrhea thing, some people can have the exact opposite experience and have a major side effect to their kidneys, whereas other people could see improvements. So it's, again, it's something to really be aware of. Um, and allergic reactions, of course, can happen. I think we know that with most things, like if you've never taken something before, you're, you might have an allergic reaction to it. And I think it can be mild for some people with just like itching or redness or rash, but it can be more serious in other people. So it's, it's something to look out for. Uh, thyroid issues. So there's a potential for tumors. Semaglutide does have a, an actual boxed warning, which is the strictest warning from the FDA about a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. And that's because of animal studies that found that some rodents develop thyroid tumors when exposed to uh, GLP-1 agonists. Um, however, human studies have yet to confirm this risk, but there are some people that they will not prescribe semaglutides to you if your family, if you or your family has a history of um, the specific thyroid cancer or um, an endocrine disease. So there's the, just things to talk about your doctor, to, to your doctor, if you, if you ever want to take these drugs, there are some contraindications. So, so those are the, just a, a summary of the benefits and side effects that I wanted to get into. And now let's get into some of the podcast reviews. So the first one, I do recommend all of you go listen to. This was when uh, Taylor had Andrew Collin on Taste of Taylor. Andrew's hilarious. Uh, he's a he's a comedian that is, he goes on uh, on tour with Nikki Glaser quite a bit. 
And I love the two of them together. Like they have really good chemistry. Uh, I think Taylor kind of flirts with him a little bit. So I think, and, and she just loves to laugh. So she loves comedians. But um, but she she had him on and she was complimenting him on how good he looked. She's like, wow. She's like, you look like a fit L.A. guy. She's like, that's a compliment. And Andrea was like, well, it's all actually been in the last month. He's like, I went through this really bad mental place where I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression. He's like, I gained 20 pounds. He's like, I had eczema on my arm. He's like, my girlfriend saw it when we were having sex. And she was like, what is that? He's like, that's not what you want to hear during sex. He's like, but he's like, you know, I, I used to hate running. He goes, but I, I ended up starting running, starting to run and jog. He's like, you know, he's like, again, I hated it at first, but now I love it. He's like, it helps my mental health. He's like, it just clears my head of all this toxic shit. And he's like, he's like, I just run to exhaustion. So I can't, you know, lose my mind spiraling about things. And, and Taylor was like, yeah, she's like, you know, I always saw, you know, working out is torture, you know, because I always tied it to, you know, I got to do this for weight loss. She's like, but like, as I get older, she's like, I'm understanding it's more about the mental game and, you know, what it does for your overall well-being. You know, it's not just to get skinny. She's like, I mean, let me be clear. She's like, I'm not exercising right now. <laughs> she's like, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm starting to think about it differently and, you know, I respect it for, you know, how it can help with mental homeostasis. She's like, actually, I'm starting to take Ozempic. She's like, what do you think about that? So this is when she, Taylor, just started the Ozempic journey. So this was back, I think, in like uh, April. And Andrew's like, hey, he's like, no need to exercise if you're throwing a shot in your ass. <laughs> he's like, I mean... I would get on it too. It's way easier than running five miles. He's like, but more expensive. And and what do you need to like stay on it forever maybe? And Taylor's like, I don't care. She's like, I'll stay on it forever. She's like, you know, people are like, what are you going to do if you get off it and gain weight? She's like, what? She's like, what do you mean? I'll just get back on it. She's like, I don't understand the big deal. She's like, I'll be on my mood stabilizer forever. She's like, who cares if I need to stick myself with a shot to get skinny and stay skinny? And Andrew's like, well, what are the side effects? Do we know? And she's like, oh, you know, a little nausea. She's like, you can't poop to save your life. She's like, there's no joy left with food or alcohol. She's like, but, you know, I think I had too much joy with food and alcohol. So I like living in this space. She's like, I know you're sober, but, and he's like, actually, and she's like, oh my God, she's like, you're not sober anymore. She's like, oh my God. She's like, I don't want to admit this, but she's like, I've always wanted to drink with you. She's like, when I met Nikki Glazer back in the day, she's like, and she, I found out she didn't drink. I'm like, oh, well, there, there goes that friendship. She's like, I know that that's not a good thing to think, but you know, I was so focused on my relationship with alcohol that I thought if anybody doesn't drink, I can't be friends with them. But now that I'm taking Ozempic, she's like, the cravings have gotten way less. And she's like, but once I'm done taking it, I mean, watch out. She's like on my cheat day. She's like, I'm a glutton. But now I, I find that, you know, when I'm taking it, she's like, I'm, I'm good with a glass, of, like one glass of wine. She's like, I can finally nurse one drink. You know, my mom always tried to get me to, to nurse one drink, you know, have a spritz and, and have a glass of water in between. She's like, fuck that. She's like, but now I actually can do it. And she's like, I'm hoping that I can kind of apply these lessons in the future. She's like, but is that bad that I'm happy that you're drinking now? 
And Andrew's like, well, he's like, I, I get it. He's like, you know, I come from a family of alcoholics and he's like, I quit for like four years. And, you know, just because I have that addictive tendency, he's like, I, he's like, I worked with Nikki for so long and she doesn't drink at all. And he's like, what I realized is how much better I felt when I didn't drink. And he's like, but I, he's like, you know, I didn't really do it for me though. I kind of did it more for my career. And now that I have a girlfriend who drinks and, you know, she has a good time, she's a lot younger than me, you know, I'll have some wine with her. And, you know, I, I, I've learned that I can have a different relationship than when I used to like, you know, drink so much, I'd piss my pants and puke on someone, you know, maybe snort a line of Coke, but you know, he's like, but now he's like, I might just get a little sad after three drinks. (laughs) So, um, Taylor's like, we have to drink together. And Andrew's like, I just want to take Ozempic and stop running. He's like, do he's like, what do I need to do? Meet you in a back alley or what? She's like, yeah, I'll just do a drive by stabbing. She's like the next time in LA. He's like, yeah, just make sure it's clean, but or not. He's like, dirty's fine. He's like, but what do you have like syringes just laying all around your house now? He's like, how many times do you have to do it? And she's like, yeah, she's like, I even travel with them. She's like, it's just once a week. She's like, I also have these fat burning shots that are amazing. And he's like, well, how much weight have you lost? And she's like, 13 pounds so far in six weeks, so about two pounds per week. She's like, it's a healthy rate. And he's like, what do you want to get down to? And she's like, oh my God, like negative 25. (laughs) He's like, okay, so you want to look like you died three years ago. That's the body I'm going for. Just dig me out of the ground. I want my skeleton to be skinnier than bone, like Kate Moss's femur. Tara's like, no, what I really want to lose is like 50 pounds. She's like, I know it sounds crazy. She's like, but that's how much I've gained since I met my wife. And Andrew's like, it's funny because that's a conversation a girlfriend would have with you. He's like, you know, he's like imitating like a conversation with a girlfriend. He's like, you know, if I gained weight, would you break up with me? No, no, I'd be fine if you gained like 15 to 20 pounds. But but what about like 50 to 3000? And he's like, but your wife doesn't have a problem with with your weight, does she? She's not like, hey, I want you to be healthier. Like, does she does she try to like nudge you at all to lose weight? And, and Taylor's like, no, 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 she's, she's a chubby chaser. So she, she actually likes me plump like this, but she does support the Ozempic because she's like, she knows I want it. She knows I'm happier and more confident, but she's like the skinny police. She's like not too skinny. So she doesn't want me to be like waif like or anything. And so Andrew is like, well, once you're uh, like Kate Moss and, and 48 pounds, you're going to be out the door. She won't even know you left. You're just going to like slide right under the door. You'll be like a Kardashian. He's like, so, so you'll just be waiting, you know, at the bar for your, your next finance girl to pick you up. Uh, and, and he's like, you know, the, the yo-yo of weight loss I've been on my whole life. You know, I always, he's like, I always did it for spring break. He's like, so I, I totally relate to, to the yo-yo like diet culture thing. He goes, he goes, I, my motivation back in the day was spring break. I had to get the six pack abs. He's like, but now I'm like 40 and he's like, I, I, he's like, I still can't get out of that mentality. He's like, I, he's like, there's no more spring break, break buddy, no more Panama city mentality. No one cares. So I just need to like get over myself. Um, so 
anyway, they, they kind of went on a little bit of a diatribe after that. But that, that was the section from that Taste of Taylor that I wanted to listen to. I can't do the comedy justice. I was kind of picking out the, the most hilarious parts. But, um, and obviously they were kind of joking about being skinnier than a skeleton. But um, hopefully that didn't trigger anybody. Obviously, trigger warning, talking about weight loss here. Probably should have said at the beginning of the show. But, I mean, this is these are two comedians. So I do, if you like to laugh, I do recommend you going to find that uh, Taste of Taylor episode with Andrew Collin. It's hilarious. So... So that was kind of a little bit when she first started uh, talking about doing Ozempic. She had just started it. Then she appeared on Straight Up with Stassi. This was this was the one, this was the episode on the 5th of April. And Taylor had just started taking her terzepatides, so her Ozempic knockoffs, if you will. And so they had just started touring. And in the past, they were like eating and drinking buddies. Uh, but now, you know, it changed slightly. And so Taylor was talking about how she lost seven pounds so far, but but then she ended up gaining 1.5 pounds back the week before because she ate McDonald's and Taco Bell two times in one weekend. And Stassi's like, wait, wait, can you really gain a pound from eating Taco Bell and McDonald's in one week? And Taylor's like, uh, yeah, yeah, you can. And Stassi's like, is that why I feel like I'm gaining weight so rapidly? I mean, she, now keep in mind, side note, Stassi is pregnant here. Um, but she's like, I feel like I'm eating responsibly by eating like a full meal at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And Taylor's like, really, Betty Crocker? She's like, you're baking a cake every second. And Stassi's like, I like baking with my daughter. She's like, but at least I'm giving most of it away. She's like, last pregnancy, she's like, I, I baked everything just to eat it all myself. And Taylor's like, I'm not hating on you for your baked goods. She's like, I support that journey. And Stassi's like, I know, I appreciate that. But she's like, I did hire a trainer this pregnancy. And I've been working out every single day. Taylor's like, that's disgusting. Stassi's like, but I still feel like everything's just expanding. Taylor's like, you're pregnant. Hello, you're supposed to be expanding. And Stassi's like, I know, but it's not just my belly. She's like, I'm putting an effort everywhere else. Why is this happening? She's like, my mom is like, she's like women gain she's like some women just gain a lot of weight and she's like and other women are like christina kelly and just stay tiny their whole pregnancy and and taylor's like i know but you really do look great she's like and i'm using these semaglutides so you know uh i'll be you know i'll be losing weight this whole tour while you're gaining weight this whole tour and all i have to say is welcome to my life bitch and saucy's like that's so fucked up and Taylor's just like unhinged. She's like, karma's a bitch. But regardless, no matter how much weight you gain, she's like, you're gonna, you're not gonna beat how much I've gained over the years. I'm so high above what you'll ever gain during your pregnancy. And Stassi's like, I just want us both to be our best, hottest selves. And Taylor's like, I think this is going to be our best tour yet. She's like, even without you drinking, she's like, in the past, that would have been a massive bummer for me. She's like, but at least this time I won't be so drunk on the stage. She's like, we drank so much last time. We were like serious alcoholics. And Stassi's like, yeah, but the adrenaline would be pumping so hard. You know, we would be like mainlining drinks, but we wouldn't even feel it. And so, so that kind of plays into this whole reduction in 
in, you know, drinking. And Stasi was in an, in another section of the podcast at one point. She was like, you know, it's kind of sad that I lost my eating buddy. She's like, you're just not really into food anymore. And I know on one of her stories on Instagram, she showed she's like, she was ordering the same food. Like she would still order whatever she normally would. Like if she was getting like a grilled cheese and French fries or pizza, but she would like show Taylor's plate and there'd be like, a bite from each thing and that was that would be all she'd ate she'd eat so it kind of gets back to like quantity right like if you're you can really eat whatever you want as long as you're li- and, and not gain weight as long as you're limiting you know how much of it you eat i think you know the controversial f factor diet would be like the three bite rule where, you know, your first bite and your last bite are always your favorite. So, you know, what you eat in between that first bite and last bite is doesn't matter. So that's where that three bite rule came in. And that's, you know, how you stay successful on, say, the F-factor diet and continue to lose weight. And, you know, with Ozempic, you're just, or these semaglutides, terzepatides, whatever, you're just not as hungry. So you just eat a lot less. Okay, and then the last podcast review was when Dr. Wider was on the Taylor Strecker show back on 411. And Taylor was just going off because <clears throat> she was she was getting a lot uh she was getting triggered by what she was seeing on social media. So she talked about how, you know, she always talks about Ozempic in her private life because she Taylor gets gets hate from some of her listeners for talking about this. And of course, I love it. Like some of her listeners love it and some of her listeners hate it. So she's kind of defending the fact that she's talking about it. And she's like, I always talk about Ozempic in my private life. She's like, just like I, I talked about Weight Watchers. She's like, um, talked about it in her stand-up and talked about, you know, she she's saying how she talks about you know, how she's taking Ozempic in her stand-up with, with her Stasi tour. And she, she talks about, cause one time she was, um, she was doing a little, a snippet from one of her episodes was when she had Andrea Laventhal on. And Andrea had basically said that a lot of the people that are giving people shit and, and are making negative comments about people taking Ozempic, they're doing it because they're jealous. Like they're thin people that have always been thin, that have always been naturally thin, that can kind of eat what they want or naturally maintain their weight. They're now like, well, this was like what I had up on you. Like, oh, now you're going to be skinny. Like I always, this was like one of the good things I had going for me. And now, now you have it too. And that's just not fair. So Taylor was like shocked that Andrea admitted that. And, and so she, she can't let it go. She like brought it into her special and she's like, fuck you, you skinny bitches. Now it's my turn. That's kind of like her attitude towards that. Um, but she was saying how she's like, she's like wants to wage a war against skinny people and how, you know, she respects people that want to be private about it. She's like, it's a medical thing. She's like, I, I just don't get other people that are shaming other people for doing it. She's like, I'm just a transparent girl. She's like, I can't be losing weight 
and not telling my audience why she's like that. She's like, I've always been authentic. She's like, that would be very inauthentic of me, especially since I talk about my weight so much. She's like with Ozempic, she's like, you're or drugs like Ozempic. She's like, you're damned if you do. And you're damned if you don't. She's like, people assume you're stealing diabetes medicine from my sister. She's like, people actually write to me on Instagram about that. She's like, but then if I lie about it, people will be like, what the fuck? She's like, I do realize this talk is triggering to some people, but I'm having my Ozempic doctor on. So it's not like this is the only show I'll ever talk about it. Should people comment if they don't like it? And other people comment that they do like it. She's like, a lot of people share anti-Ozempic rhetoric on social media. And I think people often do this to get followers because it's this polarizing subject. She's like, but what I don't get is people who just trash on it constantly. And Dr. Wider was saying that that this was her co-host. And Dr. Wider's like, a lot of these people are just putting out misinformation and assumptions. And Taylor's like, exactly. She's like, and you tell me if if you didn't think I should go on it. She's like, we're in this world where people are still trying to cancel other people for not cancelable offenses. She's like, this could be a preventative for diabetes. You know, maybe I was on my way to getting diabetes because I was so heavy. And Dr. Wider's like, yeah, that's totally true. She's like, if people are gaining weight and they don't want to get to the point of being becoming morbidly obese or that classification, she's like, or other diseases that come from that, she's like, this could literally save the healthcare industry trillions of dollars. And Taylor's like, yeah, she's like, I'm at a point where people are hating on this because they're like Andrea. They just don't want more thin people in the world because they're jealous. And she's, and Dr. Wider's like, um, or she's like, I think other people that are trashing on it are just making money from keeping people fat. She's like, so they have these alternative motives that are not good ones. And Dr. Wider's like, right. She's like, well, look at Weight Watchers. Look at what Weight Watchers did. She's like, they were being flexible and smart because, you know, other weight loss companies could become obsolete. So she's like, by integrating this, she's like, they could also help people with other modalities like healthy eating. She's like, and that's really always going to be the best for long-term term success. You know, it's just like how doctors usually don't just recommend like antidepressants or anti-anxiety medications as the cure-all. They'll recommend multiple modalities like therapy and exercise and other things that will help make that drug more successful because you're doing other things with it. She's like, if people can be bumped to a baseline with medication and then they can use other modalities to help, that's fantastic. And Taylor was like, you know, people also blame people like me for driving up the price of Ozempic. She's like, is that true? And Dr. Waters, that's not completely true. She's like, although demand will drive up price, but she's like, there are other brands for people to use. And, and Taylor's like, do, I mean, do people think that I want to be paying these prices? She's like, this is really the man, you know, the rich men with these pharmaceutical in, you know, companies sticking it to us. You know, this is the man. She's like, it shouldn't be, you know, women fighting women for wanting to take this. And Dr. Wider's like, yeah, she's like, there was a guy that went to jail for driving up prices for, you know, rare drugs. And, and Taylor was like, recently I read a reel that said, Ozempic doesn't work. She's like, this is really what triggered me. She's like, and this is coming from a woman who lost a lot of weight through mindful eating. 
And so she's obviously proud of that and she wants to share how she succeeded in this really natural way. And it's like, great for you. She's like, that's that's great that that worked for you. She's like, I wish it worked for me so I didn't have to spend all this money. She's like, when I did that super restrictive diet back for my back in the day for my wedding, she's like, all these people told me I was going to gain it back, which I did, you know, I'm and I'm kicking myself for not maintaining some of it. But also, you know, say I lost 50 pounds on on these semaglutide shots and and get off of it and then gain half back. Well, who cares? I'm down 25 pounds. At least I'm I'm still down some weight. She's like, and I've been on this diet culture roller coaster forever. She's like, no one needs to preach at me. She's like, so this woman that is like ride or die for mindful eating. She's like, so she's like, I just don't understand this post tearing Ozempic and these other drugs down. This woman keeps posting about all the alternatives and she's making people feel bad in the comments who are taking it, even if, even if it's working for them. She's like, anyone that's pro these weight loss drugs, she's like, the woman posting it would be like, well, I'll see you in five years when you gain all the weight back. She's like, I started getting mad at her. She's like, then she's like, she posted not one, not two posts like this, that she posted this third one that was like, Ozempic doesn't work, debate me. And she's like, honestly, she's like, I think she just likes this engagement she's getting from, you know, posting these, you know, polarizing uh, uh, Instagram uh, posts. She's like, but she's like, I'm feeling personally attacked. She's like, she's acting like the only thing that works in mind is mindful eating. I mean, anytime, you know, let's see what people will look like five years after mindful eating. She's like, if anybody does anything, any diet they get off of, let's see them five years later. So, um, she's basically saying diets don't work. Uh, but she's like, you know, I, I want to just, she's like, I want to unfollow her, but I ended up muting her instead. She's like, why, why do I feel so bad about not, about wanting to not follow her if she doesn't feel bad? She's like, this is negatively affecting me. She's like, this is, this is, she's like, this is the first time I've really let this type of chatter into my head. And Dr. Waters like, look, the reality is at this point, no one has the data points to truly speak about what's happening or what's going to happen long term with these drugs. You know, we know that people who get on it for a short period of time, but then get off of it and go back to bad habits. Yeah, they'll gain weight back. But for long term, it's it's really unknown. She's like, we may get another version of semaglutides that could be more for long-term use. She's like, even PhDs and researchers that are studying this don't know the long-term effects. So this woman saying you're going to gain it back, she's she's speaking erroneously. And Taylor's like, exactly. She's like, that's why I don't understand people who, who talk so confidently like this. She's like, it's great mindful eating work for you. I have to spend $700 a month. She's like, it reminds me when Botox used to be embarrassing. Now look at it. She's like, all this beauty and technology that just keeps getting better and better. You know, people used to be shamed. Now it's like second nature to get this stuff. She's like, you know, maybe semaglutides are bad. Maybe they won't work. But I hate closed-minded people. Like, don't do it if you don't like it. But leave the rest of us that want to try it and, and it does work for, leave us alone. And Dr. Wider's like, in general, they have a very high success rate. She's like, some people obviously have very bad side effects and can't take it. Other people have certain conditions where they can't take it, right? She's like, it's not going to work for everybody. It's very, very personal. It's a personal decision. It's personal how it affects everyone's bodies. She's like, so I think people who, you know, did starve themselves or did it the hard way really just want other people to be tortured instead of just taking a shot that will make it easier for them. 
And Taylor's like, even if you did it the hard way, if they gain it back, this could help them too. It's like that security issue. And and Dr. Wider's like, yeah, she's like, it's a security blank for some people. She's like, I know people in my network who are like, well, the good thing is, is if I ever gain weight, I have that there. She's like, I've interviewed experts and there just aren't enough answers yet. She's like, it's very natural for you to be triggered by this woman because she's bringing up your worst fears, which are of gaining the weight back. But, you know, I think that these semaglutides are here to stay. She's like, they're working for a lot of people. It's a security blanket for a lot of people. And we're really just at the very beginning of all this. And she's like, I, just, I think it's just overall just important to be non-judgmental. You know, if people need a Xanax for anxiety, more power to you. You know, most people don't want to have to rely on medication, but when people need it, we need it. And she's like, just remember when people conjecture about gaining weight back after coming off of Zempic, that's all it is. Just try not to let it bother you. Um, so anyway, so that is the end of the podcast review. I mean, they talked a lot more, but I wanted to just pick out the juicy parts that really spoke to some of these benefits and side effects. Um, there's a lot to talk about this, right? About how people are being judged and who's doing the judging. And and I think the people that are doing the biggest judge, judging are jealous. You know, they're jealous that maybe they didn't have access to it or can't afford it or, you know, or are, you know, people that, you know, lost it the hard way or work really hard now to maintain their weight and they don't do anything to kind of, quote unquote, help make it easier. So, but I'm, you know, I've always been a big believer in do what's right for you. So, you know, this is certainly not a commercial promoting these semaglutides. But I mean, you know, if I suddenly gained 50, like, say I had to go on prednisone for something or, you know, something happened in my life where I did gain 50 pounds and had to and just couldn't lose it. You know, like I've like, you know, I was able to lose my whatever, 30 or so from COVID in a natural way. But what if I was just stuck? What if what if it wouldn't come off me and I didn't recognize myself and I'd never been this weight before and and I was in my head and insecure? Hell yeah, I might consider these. I, I would talk to my doctor and see if I was a good candidate for it. I might. I don't know. I'm not opposed to taking anything. I mean, obviously I'm, I'm a fan of Botox. I, I do these things. I also like a lot of natural remedies, right? I'm, I'm a cannabis user, so I'm much more pro, you know, natural. Like I would much rather take CBD and use cannabis for sleeping and anxiety than take, you know, prescription drugs. But obviously like I take birth control, I take Adderall every once in a while. So I'm not, I'm not opposed to prescription drugs, but you know, when you can go natural, fantastic. I always, I do like the natural route best, but I also understand the need for help. You know, we have, we have these drugs and tools and, and also natural modalities for a reason. And using multiple modalities. It's just like a lot of my clients that have comorbidities. Cannabis is not the only thing that's going to work for them. A lot of times it's, you know, using multiple things, right? Like my dementia patients, they use a lot, they're on a lot of different things, but they also use cannabis for some of the behaviors and it helps. So anyway, I'm a huge supporter of to each his own. So I did want to do this podcast review because this is just a topic that I love. You know, I was I was watching Taylor's Instagram the other day and she was in this cute outfit. She was in a crop top. She looked so good. And you could just tell she was feeling herself. 
And I'm here for that journey. I, I love when people feel good and, and look great and have, have are proud of themselves for, for losing weight. And you can just see this confidence and this happiness. And it's, it's awesome. I, I, I love seeing that. So anyway, that's the show. Uh, more good content is coming. Uh, please, if you are not a subscriber to Craving More, please subscribe to Craving More. Please leave a review for this episode. Just leave some stars, leave a comment. That means everything to us podcasters. Please follow me on Instagram. I also have a new uh, Facebook page, The Diet Obsessed, if I figured out my Facebook page. So anyway, follow me. Uh, and until we meet again, I hope all of you have a very balanced week.